Now, InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitty. In the aftermath of the recent shooting tragedy in Colorado, many Americans are asking themselves how they might have reacted had they been there. Our next guest says survival in such a situation might hinge on your preparation and knowledge. And he should know, as a former Navy SEAL and a Special Operations Intelligence and Security Specialist. Let's welcome Brandon Webb to InfoTrek. And let's talk about Aurora, Colorado, and how you think the people in that theater might have been better prepared to protect themselves. Well, when I read about Aurora, I was on a red-eye flight from California to New York, and I just started thinking, let's not let these people die in vain. And as a country, what can we do to learn from this and raise awareness? I think the biggest thing for people is to just take a few seconds and really be aware of your surroundings. So there's an awareness factor. Yeah, I see it in major cities where people at night are walking down streets and they're just sucked into their smartphone and they're typing away and really not paying attention to the surroundings. And in that situation, you really become a victim. When bad people are out looking, you know, they're looking for people like that who aren't paying attention. In the case of Aurora, you know, it's just a horrific situation to find yourself in. What people commonly do, they've done studies, you know, and you look at Virginia Tech, where this guy locks people in a room, and you have 17 people against one. It takes one person to come up with a plan and mobilize everyone to overpower these individuals or escape if you have escape routes, which were definitely in place in this theater in Colorado. Take a moment and think self-rescue. You know, what can I do to get myself out of this situation? Because I trained snipers when I was a SEAL and as a sniper instructor. And moving targets are hard to hit. In this situation, most of these guys are not proficient with the firearms. In this particular situation, this guy was weighted down with body armor and a Kevlar helmet. There's smoke. God, just a few seconds for people to think, okay, I got to get myself out of this situation and more lives could be saved. And, you know, I talked about basic self-defense tools that are non-lethal. You know, everyone gets caught up in carrying firearms, but I carry a flashlight. It's a 500-lumen flashlight. It fits in my pocket. I can take it anywhere on the airplane. It will blind somebody in the daylight, and it's a very effective tool. And I did a self-defense post on the site that I run, softrep.com, and I've already had emails from women that have said, look, I bought this light, and it got me out of a potential situation at night when I had a guy following me in the parking lot, and I shined the light on him. It stunned him and gave me enough time to get in my car and drive away. So I just want to raise awareness so people realize in these active shooter scenarios, you cannot wait to be rescued. First responders, they have a challenging job, but if anyone's ever dialed 911, it takes tens of minutes, if not hours sometimes, for these responders to show up, and that's too late. Brandon, what you're saying is, obviously, if you get into one of these horrifying situations, there are things you can do. But also, I think you're suggesting that before a situation even develops... You need to be aware of your surroundings and perhaps position yourself so that if something does happen, you'll be in an advantageous position. Would you agree with that? Yeah, exactly. You know, even today, I don't go into a restaurant. I always sit with my back to something solid, and so I have a good visual of my surroundings. It's a shame. You know, you want to enjoy the freedoms that we have in this country, but, you know, not putting yourself in situations where it's an opening night or opening day for an amusement park. One of the major reasons I didn't go to London 
to take my son to the Olympics this year is I think is a very real threat of a terrorist activity. As an example, taking my kids to Disney World, I won't go in the summer in peak hours. I'll go off peak because I know a lot of these terrorists, domestic and international, they want the biggest bang for the buck. This guy knew that this opening night was going to be packed. If you're going to go to something like this, a concert or an amusement park, knowing where the emergency exits are, rehearsing it in advance. We're talking with Brandon Webb on InfoTrack. He's a former Navy SEAL and Special Operations Intelligence and Security Specialist. And we're talking about how you can stay safe even in a really terrifying situation. In terms of carrying a weapon, which is permitted in 49 states, and we should note that the theater chain in Aurora had a gun-free zone policy, you advocate not just carrying a weapon when it's legal, but really knowing how to use it. Could you talk about that? Sure. A lot of people, they buy a gun, they go to the shooting range, they learn how to shoot it, and they keep it in the home. And if it's a concealed carry situation or in the home situation, they don't practice how to use it when they have to. And it's not hard to imagine an intruder in the house and, okay, what am I going to do? Where are my escape points? Because you don't want to sit there and have a gunfight with anybody, but you want to use it to get yourself and your family to safety and to rehearse those scenarios in advance. And also, in this situation, in Aurora, if somebody had been carrying concealed and had been properly trained, it's a very good chance that this gunman would have been taken down. But you have to train, not just go to the shooting range. You have to train for these certain environments. You know, there's a lot of stuff that we do in the SEAL team where it's mental rehearsal only. And your central nervous system, oftentimes, if you vividly imagine these certain scenarios and practice them in your head, it's like practicing them for real. And rehearsing that in advance really helps prepare people to deal with these situations. Brandon, it's one thing to be taking care of yourself to save your own life, but what if you're a parent with children? What advice would you have for parents in terms of helping to keep their family safe? I would say the biggest advice is to talk to the kids, whatever the situation is. If it's an intruder, you know, you get the family together and say, look, if something like this happens, this is what we're going to do as a family. You know, run for the back door and we're going to meet here and pick a location and just talk about it and run them through it. Kids are smart. I talk to my own children who are 10 and under, and when we go to the music park or somewhere, we know what's going on. Like, I've talked to them, okay, this is what's going to happen. If, if we get separated, here's the plan. If an emergency happens, this is what we're going to do. And so just having a plan in place, whether it's a fire, an intruder, or a natural disaster, or God forbid, a terrorist situation out in town, you have to think about it and have a plan in place. When the emergency happens, it's not the time to start thinking about, okay, what do I do? Because it's too late, and people get frozen in fear, and then it's too late. Brandon Webb, former Navy SEAL and a Special Operations Intelligence and Security Specialist with what could be some life-saving information, and you can get more of that at his website, which is softrep.com, S-O-F-R-E-P.com. And also, check out his New York Times bestseller, The Red Circle. Brandon, we want to thank you so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Yeah, it's great to be on the show. I appreciate it. You're listening to InfoTrack. To learn more about our guests or listen to past shows, visit InfoTrack online at TalkZone.com.